Welcome to From the Den Podcast, providing Bears and NFL fans alike with compelling news, discussion, and debate. I'm your co-host, Benjamin, joined alongside my dear friend and co-host, Orin. Hey, Benjamin, let's get right into it. As always, kickoff starts now. All right, boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen, Orin, actually, you want to handle the intro? Sure. What episode? I think we're on episode 34. I think it's 35, actually, because I actually uploaded two episodes. They might have got a little messed up. That's my bad on the editing side. We'll see if I... if I We're, we're going to say it's 35, but we know deep down it's 34. No, no, 30- no, 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 no. I think it's, it's episode. It's definitely episode 35. That's just it. All right. Well, this is the first episode that we're starting that is past the one-third mark of, until we get to 100. So... I don't know what that means, but sure. All right. So episode 35 on the way. Yes. All right. It's the Bears by, and I don't really feel like talking about the Bears that much, to be honest. We're a little depressed. Although we did not ever talk about Bears Vikings, but you know what happened. You know what happened by now if you're a Bears fan. So I think we're just going to go through the NFL, right, Orin? Sounds good. Let's start off week 11. How about we go game by game? Yeah, sure. Because we got time. Okay, so Cardinals Seahawks. I'll start. Seahawks pull out with the victory. Orin and I both predicted that. Um, maybe you could find what record you went on this week. I, I know I did pretty badly. Record. I had a very good record. I did pretty badly, I know. Um, so Seahawks got the win. Big win for them. Um, I don't know if I have any takeaways. I mean, we both predicted the Seahawks to win that one. So, yeah. Um. I think I got four wrong last week, so it wasn't as good as I expected. I remember I remembered it to be a lot better. No, I was really bad. So I got I Panthers went- is one, Texans is two, Browns is three, Titans is four, Washington is five, Broncos is six, Cowboys is seven, Colts. Great, great pick by me though. Great pick. Colts by- is eight. Oh my god, I got nine wrong out of how many? Fourteen. Oh, oh, disgusting, disgusting. Wow, I was really high on myself at the start of the year, but um, let me tell you, these past five weeks or so, my picks have been no bueno, to say the least. Um, All right. So I'll say what I think about Seahawks Cardinals. Honestly. Seahawks defense stepped up. People wouldn't stop talking about how terrible the Seahawks defense is. And let's get this straight. They haven't been playing great football. They have the talent on their team. It's all about when it'll click. And I'm not saying it's ever going to click because of the Cowboys. You look at them. They have all the talent on their defense as well. Or a solid amount of talent on yeah, their Yeah, I was thinking they'd be a top 10 unit at the start of the year. I don't know what happened with them. But the Seahawks really stepped up, held Tyler Murray to 21 points. Tyler you, Murray, my favorite player. Tyler Murray. If you hold Kyler Murray to under 21 points, then, I mean, you're probably going to win. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. Okay, Steelers-Jaguars, again, maybe we could just skip over this one. Steelers I mean, beat the Jaguars 27-3. to Steelers, Steelers beat good teams, play, play well against good teams, and dominate bad teams, so there's really no in-between for them. Yeah, um, yeah. Lions-Panthers. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. The, actually, the first time Matthew Stafford has ever been shut out. Um, Panthers come out with P.J. Tucker. If you're watching NFL Red Zone, they just kept talking about him through the whole time. But looking at his stats, he had like 
I think under 200 yards or like maybe just a bit above 200 yards through two interceptions, only one touchdown. So not a great stat line, but of course coming out there and getting the win uh, against a solid lions team is good in its own respect. Lions put up zero and that's why they're the lions. Even if they've got a good roster, things are looking good. They lose. And the Panthers have a worse record than I realized they were. They only have four wins even after this game. So that's not great. Despite this statement win. Yeah, the Panthers have a hard schedule. They play well against good. They play well against good teams, and they they're just like a, a team that's I feel like been unlucky. Yeah, I guess you could say that. All right, Texans Patriots. As a Texans, as a Patriots fan, I'm not a Patriots fan, but as a Patriots fan, I would be hoping right now to tank to get a good quarterback. Yeah, I guess you could say that. Did Cam Newton play badly again? I mean, he had like a fine game, but also this Texans defense is terrible. That's true. Um, I picked the Pats to win. Bad pick. <laughs> I, I think they're a favorite to win, but still. Yeah. All right. Titans-Ravens. I watched most of this game because I have Derrick Henry on my team. Great Excellent game. Excellent game. Excellent game. Excellent. I'll say this. The Ravens pretty much shut out Derrick Henry until the fourth quarter. I think I think he had like 48 rushing yards in the first three quarters. The fourth quarter, he got a lot. In the last quarter, he got that game-winning touchdown. And that was the difference between the game, that and them not tackling A.J. Brown. Yeah, and what I noticed saying- is I would guess that the Ravens' uh, game plan going into the game would just be to shut down Derrick Henry because the thought process is if you shut down Derrick Henry, you win the game uh, if you're playing the Titans. But – the problem with that and what makes the Titans offense so interesting and lethal and something I really like about them, they love the play action on top of having Derrick Henry. And when you have such a threat of the run, they were getting killed. The Ravens defense was just getting killed with those uh, play action because they would, you know, it's, it's a hard predicament for the defense. You either bite on Derrick Henry and get killed 20 yards down the field with AJ Brown, or you stay back anticipating play action. And then you let Derrick Henry run seven plus yards on you, you know? Yeah. So anyway, Ravens are not in a good place. I think they have four or five losses now. They're third in the division, not looking good for them. Titans get a win that was needed to stay in the playoff. Well, I mean, they'd be in the playoff hunt anyway, but it was to stay close in that playoff hunt. Um, The AFC is getting very interesting with all their playoff contenders. Right now, I counted there's like eight teams, maybe six teams, I think, that have six-plus wins. So that's very exciting. Um, Yeah. I think there's seven teams in this. No, there's six teams in the NFC that have six plus wins, I think. Yeah, the AFC is actually looking a little better in terms of contending teams just because of the NFC uh, West, I'd say. Or not West. NFC East. But the AF, talking about divisions, AFC North, Browns beat the Eagles. Eagles are a very bad team. Carson Wentz. Ooh, I think they paid him $29 million. I don't think they can really get out of that contract. Yeah, not future not looking too bright for the Eagles right now. Everybody on their team seems to be injured. Even when they get them back, they lose to the Browns. I don't know why. I'm just very reluctant to pick the Browns. Depending on who they're playing this week, I might be nice to them. But I always seem to pick against the Browns. Um, They get the win here against the Eagles, who I picked to win. So, yeah. Yeah, and I'm just looking at the Browns' schedule. They have a pretty easy schedule. They play... I wouldn't say easy, but they play the Steelers, the Titans, and the Ravens. But then they, I think they have the Jets, 
They have the Jaguars. That is not an easy schedule. Those are three <laughs> extra losses, potential losses. If you've hey, got Steelers, yeah. Titans, Ravens, that is – I know, I know at near the end they've got Jets and Giants, and I don't know who they've got week 17. Yeah, um, they Jets, they've got Jaguars, and they have – Yeah, despite that, you've still got three games that are very, very losable, so – no, yeah, but that's going 10 and 6. That's such a win for them. I mean, I guess, but I don't know. We'll see. I would, I, 10 I would and 6 could arguably not be enough to make the playoffs, depending on a lot of factors. I wouldn't say it's an easy schedule, but considering the fact that I feel like every single week, they, the, considering that I feel like they haven't beat a quality team yet and they're 7 and 3, I would expect their, their latter, their, the next six games to be very tif, d- difficult. Yeah, exactly. All right, Falcons-Saints, great pick by Benjamin here. One of his few good picks. Sorry to my Falcons family over in Atlanta. Um, I picked the Saints. I knew Sean Payton would have something up his sleeve. he knew know what he was doing with Taysom Hill, and I was actually excited to watch that game because I think you'd see the Saints offense in a way that it hasn't been really used before, going kind of full in on that uh, Taysom Hill run option scheme. It wasn't perfect with Taysom. He'd been sacked a few times. He's obviously no Drew Brees, but they get it done against one of the worst teams in the NFL. Final score, 24-9. to Falcons could do nothing in that fourth quarter especially. Let, let's, get the, let's get it straight about this game. Taysom Hill threw 23 times, 18 completions, and 233 yards. Taysom Hill didn't come in as the Wildcat. Taysom Hill didn't come in to run the ball only. He came in to play quarterback. He came in, he said... Yeah. I, I'm not going to compare him to Lamar Jackson, but his role is kind of similar to Lamar Jackson. So you are going to compare him to Lamar Jackson. They're, they're not the same, but I mean, their roles and their specific offenses are kind of the same. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, he's still a passer. People people thought he would come in and just run the ball. He's still a passer. Yeah, Oren, I have a question. Do you have any faith, if you're a Falcons fan, do you have any faith about this Falcons organization to have any success within the next three years because that offense just seems so lethal, but even the offense, I mean, just the team as a whole seems to have losing in their DNA at this point and they need to figure out their defense. So do you think that they can have a turnaround within the next three years? This is my issue with the Falcons. I feel like their roster isn't good enough to really win that many games right now. Offensively, they have the, they have the talent defensively. I'm not sure they have it. It might take two or three years, but in two or three years, Ryan is going to be really old. Ryan's already. Yeah, is, Falcons are one of the teams that are being mocked as taking a quarterback at some point in this draft. Matt Ryan is not regressing heavily, but he's still slowly regressing. I bet you in three years he won't be a he'll be a below average starting quarterback, and then that goes to the point that while you rebuild your defense, now your offense is going to be lacking. So I I think that the Falcons, if I were them, I would just rebuild the whole thing. Just start from the. I think you keep a few guys. Ridley. You keep Ridley, like I would say. I mean, they've got, I think they've yeah. got a very good wide receiver core. Garrett. I don't even know if you keep Julio. If you could get a first round pick for Julio, you give Julio up. Yeah, I understand that. Because I think uh, Ridley's a rising star right now, but we'll yeah. see. Um, Washington so, football team, Bengals. Prayers up to Joe Burrow. Yeah. Tragic well, news of the week. Devastating. Something about that stadium, like everyone says. Something about that stadium. You're right. Joe Theismann, Alex Smith, right? All those quarterbacks getting injured there. Joe Burrow now. Um, So prayers up for the number one overall pick in the 2020 draft. Of course, if you didn't know, Joe Burrow has been announced that he's out for the remainder of the season. 
isn't it supposed to be a torn ACL and MCL? Maybe more bones, ligaments. Um. Anyway, Washington gets the win here, twenty to nine. I picked Bengals to prevail here, but no. Um, there was one of the craziest plays I've seen ever in football in terms of just wacky rules in terms of the, if you haven't seen it fumble, you know, they're at the red zone at the five yard line. Then Joe Burrow fumbles when he's scrambling the Washington guy fumbles again, back of the end zone. It's ruled a touchback. It's a crazy play. Oh, so I'm going to go through and then I'll ask you a question. Joe Burrow runs into the end zone. Chase Young strips the ball out. All right. The, the Redskins recover and it's a touch and it's a safety. All right. It's, it, they recover and it is a safety. All right. But there is offensive holding. So do you a accept the penalty and live for field goal or don't have the penalty, let them score two points. Right, you know, I actually pose this question in a group chat. I say, what's better taking uh, having a safety or a field goal. Um, so what, what, what would you do? Wait, you mean if I'm the, if I'm the, if I'm Washington? Well, yeah, if you're Washington and the play wasn't the play within the call wasn't changed back to a touchback. Yeah. I'm so I'm thinking, I think I would accept the penalty because the safety also gives them the ball back. Yeah. I mean, the thing is that let's say let's say you get a touchdown. Every- it's also like it just seems like a strange decision if you're a coach to like say, "Fine, I'll like let my like declining a penalty." It's like it's, it's like a resignation almost. Yeah, and I just it'd just be a strange decision rather than just to accept the penalty. Well, I understand that. I agree. So yeah, okay. on to Jets Chargers, closer game than expected. Justin Herbert, but I think well. it wasn't super close. I mean, the score was close, but I think the Jets had some points at the end. It seemed like the Chargers were going to win. Yeah, but, yeah, you're right. But I mean, closer game than expected. Justin Herbert had a good game, but again, he has good games every week, and his team hasn't won that many games. But let's not take away from Justin Herbert. He's playing great football. He really is. You know, we had a whole 20 minute rant about Joe Burrow and. Tua Tugavailoa at the start of the year, who was going to win Offensive Rookie of the Year. I would say not once did Joe Burrow's name come up. Who would have thought? Not me. I thought he'd be a bust. Who would have thought he would be our Offensive Rookie of the Year uh, front runner by week 12? So Broncos, Dolphins, we were totally praising the Dolphins a week ago on this podcast. I mean, now... I don't know what to say anymore. I'm left dumbfounded. Two weeks ago, I picked the Broncos to beat the Raiders. Raiders completely crushed the Broncos. So I think to myself, okay, that's it for me picking the Broncos as a sleeper team. They're clearly not a good team. Uh, and also two weeks ago, I picked someone to upset the Dolphins. I don't whoever the Dolphins played. Yeah, I picked the Chargers to upset the Dolphins, I'm pretty sure. The Dolphins win. So I think to myself, okay, the Dolphins are legit. And then everything gets flipped on the head on its head this week when uh, the Broncos come to play the Dolphins and they win 20 to 13. It's not like there was any exceptional offense there from the Broncos. Drew Locke throws a bad pick at the, near the start of the game. Uh, I didn't see Tua play at all, but they put up 13 points, so that can't be a good sign. Tua got, Tua got I don't benched. know what to think if I'm a Dolphins fan. Benjamin, Tua got benched in the middle of the game. He got benched. It wasn't an injury? No, it wasn't an injury. Wow. I mean, I knew that Fitzpatrick came in. 
So now I'll t- I'll say a few things. The Dolphins are playing to win because the Dolphins are not the Dolphins don't view themselves view themselves as a team that's luckily winning and they're trying to they're trying to win in a few years. They've built this team to win now because they're starting Fitzpatrick. They put Fitzpatrick back in. People thought when they put Tua in, they were going they thought, "Oh, they 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 see the season is just a rebuilding season." Whatever. That's not the case. They bench two of these. They want to win games. Yeah, there. I, I respect what he's doing here. He's not just giving away this great start that they've had to develop a young quarterback. He's going to focus on winning now and then deal with what happens later, later. And I don't want to say the Dolphins aren't a great team because I was still very high on them. But I'm, I, yes, I think it was last week I was talking about how great they are. I think this game really shows what everyone thought they would be to begin the year. And while this is only one game, well, right- I don't know if it's what everyone thought they'd be because that defense still did look great, and no one had anything to say about the Dolphins' defense at the start of the year. No, that's fair, but I mean the Dolphins' offense isn't really not great, and but that, that's not my point. My point is is that I think that the Dolphins play a lot of quality games, but you just don't know when they're just not going to play a quality game, and when they don't play a quality game, I mean. It's not, it's not very pretty. Yeah, they're just too unpredictable right now to be really a leader or anything. Yeah. Um, yeah. Moving on, no Cowboys-Vikings. I picked the Vikings to win here. I thought that they, they had a lot of momentum. They, the Cowboys pull out a needed victory, although if they had no wins, they would still have a shot of <laughs> winning the NFC East. That's how bad that division is. Yeah. Um, I don't know any takeaways I can have here. Vikings defense is bad. Both defenses are bad. I don't know what to say. Um, one thing I will say is that the Cowboys ran the ball to Zeke and Tony Pollard throughout the game, and it worked for them. It worked. And they didn't make Andy Dalton do too much. He had three touchdowns and one interception. That sounds crazy. But, I mean, Dalton, Dalton threw 32 times. They handed the ball off 30, I think. Yeah. Um, actually, now that you reminded me, CeeDee Lamb making a top five catch of the year, if not the catch of the year. Wow. Go look that up right now if you don't know what I'm talking about. CeeDee Lamb, I'm sure if you look up CeeDee, it'll be the first thing that pops up. Wow, wow, wow. He was absolutely – he was parallel to the ground almost when he made that catch. Absolutely phenomenal play from that young rookie. So even if this season goes into the – goes to a waste. I guess Cowboys fans have a lot to look forward to with CeeDee Lamb there. Yeah, uh, Packers Colts. Here you can say this one. Oh, I was going to say something about the Vikings. Oh, What's go on, it? yeah, yeah. I was going to say I always try to find something to say that the Vikings are bad, but that was a great catch by Thielen as well in the back of the end zone. That one-handed catch. Oh yeah, yeah, great catch, hauling it into his body. All right, Colts Packers. Oh boy, was I happy the Packers lost. Oh yeah, great pick by you. By the way, uh, I will give that to you. I could see the Colts winning. They pull out. I thought that Aaron Rodgers could prevail. Unfortunately, the rest of his team kind of failed around him. Crazy game if you were watching the last half of a quarter and overtime like I did. Plenty of fumbles and the Colts seeming like they just wanted to hand the victory over to the Packers. Um, Ends with a Colts field goal in overtime. So give me your takeaways. Something I heard, I think it was Skip Bayless said this. He said the Packers Uh 
my seventh or eighth best team. This could be completely butchering the the rank and the wrong person. Someone said, I think they're like my seventh or eighth best team. They have Aaron Rodgers and they're a good team, but when they play a real team, that's an actually physical team, they cannot really compete with them. I mean, look at the 49ers last year. They got dominated both times. This year, they played a depleted 49ers team. Now, you can't even compare it. They played against the Vikings team that ran down their throats. They played against a, a Buccaneers team that just was very physical with them, sacked them, did all that. And they played against a Colts team. Yeah, Colts. I'd like to see what teams, what's their best win this year? The Packers. Like, like the first week, Vikings. No, I mean, in terms of pl- the what's the best team they've played and beat? What are some oh, of the good teams they've played any, this year? Beat any good teams. They haven't beat, have they beat any team over 500? Saints. Right. They, yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that. Saints, but at that point, the Saints were not a very they weren't a great team. They they prog- they started getting good like week seven. I mean they I think they lost to the they just lost to the Raiders. Yeah, okay, yeah, they're in kind of a slump, I'd say that. Yeah, okay. Okay. Yeah, the Packers definitely have a lot to prove and the same storylines that were being put out when they were thirteen and three last year are kind of prevailing now. I thought they were a different team, but now they lose to the Colts. Even if the Packers think differently, which obviously they will, uh, you can see the reason. It's undeniably there's a reason to still uh, keep those narratives out. So Chiefs-Raiders. I predicted this game would be a lot more of a blowout in terms of the Chiefs winning because they're just a team with more firepower. They're kind of similar teams in terms of good offense, bad defense. The Chiefs are just a better team, obviously. Raiders got the win to the win of all wins, the win to celebrate for the rest of the season when being the Chiefs last time, and I thought that, that would, they'd be gassed from that win, basically. Uh, Chiefs would take it. Credit to the Raiders for putting up a real, real fight, but you're giving the ball to Patrick Mahomes with 130 left on the clock. That's a death sentence. He just marches down the field so effortlessly and finds Travis Kelsey wide open in the end zone. Long story short, Chiefs win 35-31. to 31. I actually have a, quite a few takeaways from this game, if you'd like me to say them. Go for it. First, credit to Derek Carr, man. Derek Carr, I think, is one of the most underappreciated, underrated, underrepresented, not talked about quarterbacks in the NFL. People are talking about Matt Ryan, Ryan Tannehill. I love Ryan Tannehill, too, but he comes up all the time in terms of his statistics. Matthew Stafford comes up a bit, too, in conversations. I have not heard a word about Derek Carr this entire year. This man has two interceptions on the season. That is less than Patrick Mahomes and Russell Wilson. And both of those could be false, which I just said, but I'm just going on a whim and guessing it. No matter, two interceptions on the season is great. He was uh, fighting with Patrick Mahomes until the end of the game. He's playing great. Uh, and I'm loving this Raiders team. Let's, And it'll be interesting to see if they can make the playoffs. You can give me a takeaway. I've got another takeaway. Um, I'll say something quickly. Well, he had three interceptions this year. One of them was the last second. He was just chucking it up. That doesn't even count as an interception. Derek Carr is leading a team with very minimal wide receivers. And John Gruden, I'll say. It's, it's John Gruden. Mm-hmm. But a not great defense, very minimal receivers. And he's having statistically one of the best years of his career. He has very effective quarterback, yeah. Very, very, very great. Uh, not great receivers. I'm very impressed with Derek Carr. I think people really don't talk about him enough. I agree. Okay. Do um, you have any other takeaways? Yeah. Watching this Chiefs offense, and this is nothing new, 
it is just stunning. I mean, all credit where credit is due to uh, Patrick Mahomes, of course, but it is just stunning how wide open he, Andy Reid, and um, shoot, their offensive coordinator. I'm forgetting the um, running back guy. Who's Bianami, Eric Bianami. There we go. Uh, Andy Reid and Eric Bianami are at scheming receivers wide open. I mean, you're looking at that final drive, like I said on the last play. Travis Kelsey's wide open in the end zone. It was like that all game. And maybe that's a testament to you know how bad the Raiders' defense is, but I don't think any NFL-caliber defense is just going to get burned on every play. I mean, it's just amazing how wide open, like the Chiefs' play calling, yeah, how 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 good they are at scheming receivers open. I mean, guys are just open all over the place. That just Chiefs are the best team in the NFL, in my opinion, still, and I think it could be that way for a long time. But we'll see. We'll get into Super Bowl predictions a few months down the road. Yeah. All right. On to Rams Buccaneers. And you know what? The Buccaneers looked very bad. Yeah. The Buccaneers do not show up on prime time is one thing we could learn from this. Yeah. And off the offensive side of the, of the game, they did not look very good at all. Defense. They played pretty good defense, but offensively they weren't great. Yeah. Defensively, they still allowed 27 points. I understand the Rams are good, but, um, yeah, just not a good performance. Tom Brady just chucking it to the Rams deep all the time. Still not in sync with these wide receivers. The thought with me was that it would take maybe a few weeks to adjust, but eventually the Buccaneers would click. But I don't know if they're ever going to click. I don't know if they're ever going to be super elite. We'll just have to see as this season continues to progress and into the playoffs. Uh, credit to the Rams, but I still don't know what to think of the Rams in terms of how good they are because they're just so unpredictable now. There are a lot of teams like that where I believe that in the NFL right now, like Browns and Rams especially. Yeah, they're unpredictable, but I mean, I'll take that. I'll take on predictability over just not being good. Yeah. All right. Thanksgiving week predictions. If there is one week to get every game right, if there is one week to solidify your status as an NFL picker, you better believe that you're going to have good picks this week. Hopefully I do well. I'm going to put a lot of thought into these picks. Oren, you can kick it off with Texans-Lions. Lions. Oof. You know what? Oh, you go. I don't know. I'm going to have to talk my way through this one. Texans coming off a win versus the Patriots. Lions just getting shut off. Does I mean, I'd like to say Matthew Stafford tends to perform better in Thanksgiving just because it is their tradition, but I don't know if that's really true. I mean, I know the Bears beat them on Thanksgiving. Uh, that'll be an interesting game. Give me the Lions. All right. Uh, the Lions, very injured. The Texans have a very bad defense. Give me the Lions. The Lions. Wow, we're both taking the Lions, and I feel like that could definitely backfire like it did last week. All right. Okay, another interesting game. I'm not saying that these four teams are good, but it definitely does make for a good matchup at least. Like it, We'll get into Ravens-Steelers. The three Thanksgiving games, we've got Texans, Lions, Washington, Cowboys, and Ravens-Steelers. If it could be, uh, the matchups could be made in any order, I'd put it that way. Because at least with Ravens-Steelers, we've got good teams playing good teams and we're not going to get blowouts in every game, you know? 
Like for the first two games, I think these teams are bad enough that it could equal each other out. That's good. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Yeah. Anyway, Washington versus Cowboys. Oren, give me your pick. Cowboys. I'm taking the Cowboys. Just for no reason? No, because they played very good against the Vikings. Their defense really stepped up and didn't play that bad football against a good offense. And and offensively, they've really found a, a slight rhythm in the sense that they were able to run the ball consistently, which they haven't been able to do. It was Zeke's first 100-yard rushing game this whole season, and I just see them getting better and better. If I'm correct, the last time Redskins played the Cowboys, Cowboys got killed. You could be very correct. I don't remember. Well, I said the Redskins, so that was one thing that was incorrect. (laughs) The last time Washington – didn't Washington play the Cowboys this year? Yeah, and that was the game that Dalton got concussed. Yeah, I thought so. And so Washington killed that game. Yes. Anyway, I understand the logic in picking the Cowboys. I also definitely understand the logic in picking Washington. Washington is a much superior defense, and it can really come on at certain points in the game – but I do think they've got Andy Dalton this time. And like you said, they found a groove. I'm going to be boring and pick what you picked again. Give me the Cowboys. All right. Steelers, Ravens. I'm taking the Steelers here. I just cannot see the Ravens winning. They just don't feel like that dominant of a team anymore. I understand all the reasons to pick the Steelers here, but I'm picking the Ravens solely because they need this win a heck of a lot more than the Steelers do a hell of a lot more than the Steelers do I'd even say Steelers are sitting at what uh 10 and 0 right now the Ravens are trying to snap a long losing streak in a long tumble trying to stay in the playoff hunt I think Steelers are a superior team but they're not as dominant as 10 and 0 might suggest I think Lamar Jackson might be able to finally find a rhythm. Give me the Ravens. Very risky pick, but give me the Ravens. I like it. Chargers, Bills, who you got? I love to pick the Chargers, but Justin Herbert has disappointed all season. They might be getting Austin Eckler back. It looks like he's trending towards coming back, so that might change something. But for now, um, the Chargers have disappointed all season despite Justin Herbert's great play, so I've got to still pick the Bills. Me too. I was really tempted to take the Chargers, but I can't see. I, I can see them winning, but I just have to take the logical pick here. All right. Titans, Colts. Great game. That is a great game with so many playoff implications because both these teams are coming off wins last week. What are their records right now, Warren? Both seven and three. Colts have the tiebreaker. Both seven and three. Colts with the. Did they win last time or something? Yeah, last time. Yeah, I remember that. I do remember that. Ooh. All right, Owen, give me your pick. Give me the Titans. Titans are going to come back. They're going to win this game. Okay, Oren picks the Titans. And you pick the Colts. No, I, don't I mean, know. should I just pick the Colts to spite you? I mean, pick whatever you think is I'm going thinking, to This is very interesting. Uh, <sighs> I have to think a lot about this one. Honestly, if anything, is it a good re- is it a good enough reason to say that these two teams are close enough? You know, yeah, why not? These two teams are close enough of a matchup that I think the 
football gods are going to want to make the series even. I want the Titans. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I get what you mean. All right, Vikings, Panthers. I saw this game and I was going to be like, you know what? I might be bold and pick the Panthers. They have the same amount of wins and the Panthers have one more loss. We were talking about it. The Panthers have played really hard competition and played really well. I thought, is that really that crazy to pick the Panthers? No, it's not that crazy. I don't know what I'm going to take. I think I'm leaning towards the Vikings, but I think people think the gap in this game is way bigger than what it really is. I don't know. How much are people really respecting the Vikings? I think people are respecting them a lot more. I was reading an article, Sports Illustrated, said, believe it or not, the Vikings are making a playoff push. They're four and six. They have to play the Saints. They have to play the Buccaneers. I mean. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I'm taking the Vikings. What about you? Sorry, excuse me. I'm also taking the Vikings in this one. I don't know. I've just got a knack for picking the Vikings. Um, I, I see the Vikings winning this one. I I don't know how great the Panthers' run defense is, and that's going to dictate it. Okay, Browns, Jaguars. I don't like the Browns that much. I've picked against them a lot, but I'm not going to be so mean to these Browns fans to pick against the Jaguars. Browns can do anything. Seriously, they're so unpredictable. It wouldn't be the most shocking thing ever if they lost to the Jaguars here, but I'm still picking the Browns. I have to pick them as well. All right, Bengals, Giants. I'm taking the Giants. The Giants are going to win this game. They're playing a backup quarterback. Giants win. Yeah, I mean, it would be such an inspiring victory if the Bengals could pull out the win with whoever their backup quarterback is. But, I, yeah, but I'm picking the Giants. All right, Patriots, Cardinals. Give me the Patriots. Really? Yeah. Bill Belichick knows how to scheme against young quarterbacks, but more specifically – Bill Belichick has a lot of success. I feel I might have heard a stat. Bill Belichick has a lot of success scheming against running quarterbacks because he's able to make a defense, to scheme up a defense in order to really shut them down. I think that's what's going to happen. That's interesting. I'm picking the Cardinals. They're just a better team this season. Then their defense could also shut down that Patriots offense. Surprisingly, there's only a two-game difference between the Cardinals and the Patriots. Six and four versus four and six. Yeah. But still, give me the Cardinals. That's okay, fair. Dolphins, Jets. Moving on. <laughs> no one's picking anything for the Jets. Give me the Dolphins. Explain it. All right. This is a better game than expected, but I'm taking the Raiders. Falcons, Raiders, give me the Raiders. They came off of a, of a loss. They need yeah, to I win. think the Falcons play interesting games. It's never an interesting game with the Falcons. It's not like you're watching a Jets game or anything. They play close, but then they just find a way to lose. The Falcons are going to no- find another way to lose. I think the Raiders have a knack for winning these close games a lot of the times. Give me the Raiders also. All right. Broncos Saints, give me the Broncos. Really? Bold take. Oren is a Saints hater. No, I had a Broncos lover. He's he had the Broncos. I'm you know what? I haven't mentioned this enough. Oren picked the Broncos to win their division at the start of the year. I don't care about all the injuries that ensued. That was a dumb pick from the start. Pending Super Bowl champs. Terrible pick. Um, I was going to say that while I should not have had them losing the division. I still stand by my pick in ten of ten and six, and I still believe that the way they've played, that they're four and six. Considering no, going, you had the Chiefs going nine and seven, you had the Broncos going ten and six. Oh, ten, both ten and six. 
So yeah, the Broncos have the tiebreaker. That's ridiculous, but okay. I'm picking the Saints. It's a logical pick. I know. They're without Drew Brees again? Yeah, they're without Drew Brees. Still, I think it's the right pick, and Drew Brees is, I mean, Drew Locke is playing very bad. He will throw a few picks. He'll throw at least one pick against this pretty good Saints defense. Give me the Saints. All right, Rams, 49ers. I'm really tempted to pick the 49ers, but I'm going to pick the Rams. Yeah, the Rams seem to lose strange games, but I'm also going to pick the Rams. Oh, Chiefs Buccaneers. Oh, that game better be on our local listing because this could be a Super Bowl matchup. It probably won't, but it would be an amazing Super Bowl matchup nonetheless. And you already know whoever the announcing crew it is, they will uh, talk the entire game about the new era versus the old era. They will not shut up about that. Mark my words. That is all they will talk about. You will see 20 graphics about Tom Brady versus Patrick Mahomes. Nonetheless, it's a cool storyline to follow. You got to admit. And wow, what a game. Oren, who you got? I got the Chiefs. I want to pick the Buccaneers. And they do bounce back after losses. They really do. But the Chiefs are just an overpowering team. I might be regretting my pick. Wow, you go. I don't know. I'm taking my pick back. I want to hear what you have to say before I pick. Oren Nakamowski. I think I might pick the Buccaneers just for the same reason that you wanted to pick the Buccaneers as well. They tend to bounce back. It's Tom Brady. He's going to want to win against Patrick Mahomes. He's got all the reason. But again, again, the Bucs just did not look good on uh, in the game. They just did not look good, and they're the Chiefs. Anyway, I want to be cool. Give me the Bucks. Why not? I'll pick Give the, me the Bucks. I'll pick the Chiefs. I could see going. Pick the Bucks if I pick the Chiefs. But that's all right. Bears, Packers. So we do have some Bears to talk well, about. How about we save that? We just do Monday night, and then we can talk a bit more in specific about the Bears. Packers. Yeah, that sounds good. So Seahawks, right. Eagles, Seahawks. I, Eagles suck. Come on. <laughs> Who do you think yeah. I am? Suck. Yeah, they really do suck. All right, that 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 took a lot of. We've probably spent more time explaining how we're going to finish off this thing than actually explaining why this why the Seahawks are going to beat the Eagles. But right, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, Bears versus Packers. I'm so excited. The Bears suck, but I'm so excited. You know, something that's starting to happen to me. It started to happen to me mid last season. Coming a little bit of a depressed Bears fan, not starting to watch as many games. Just it's so sad. How are you? Like, I want to convert to like the Chargers or something, because at least the Chargers lose games, but at least it's fun to watch good offense. You know, if if you're if you're out there having fun, if you're out there scoring touchdowns, at least you got something to like. If you're a fan of a losing team, even the Falcons, they're scoring touchdowns. But I understand. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say I'd rather be a Falcons fan. I'm not gonna go that far. But anyway, the point is, it's just so depressing to turn on my TV every Sunday and watch the Bears put up no offense, just nothing for for 90 minutes, just no offense. I don't even know how long a football game is, but it feels like 90 minutes. 60. It feels like 90 minutes when watching this Bears offense. I mean, it's so terrible. But what? bothers me the most is that it's not like the bears don't have any talent on their offense. That's what bothers me. 
they have a bit of talent. Their offensive line is a bit talented. I'm not saying it's average. It's better than how they play. Montgomery's talented. They have definitely a very talented receiving core. And Foles and Trubisky. I think their receiving core is all right. I mean, I understand they have. It's a bit above average. Eh, I don't think I'd say that. I don't think I'd say that. They got Robinson and Mooney. They're pretty good, but every every team's got an Anthony Miller. Yeah, but I mean. So maybe a bit above average. I don't know. I'm not going to go naming every team, but I don't know. Yeah, just a tiny bit above average. Who has better receivers, Bears or Broncos? Starting or like regular? What do you mean? Like with Cortland Sutton? Oh, um, yeah, sure. With Cortland Sutton. Um, I think Bears by a tiny bit. Okay, okay. Broncos have got a lot of random guys, and maybe, I don't know, whatever. That's getting sidetracked. Yeah, also, if Robinson was out, I bet you Miller would seem like a very solid player just because, like, you're put in a situation where you're getting the ball a bunch of times. Your stats are going to be pretty solid. Yeah, that's what I was the point I was going to make. But, okay. So, anyway, back to Bears-Packers. I'm going to cut to the chase here because I <laughs> that's the reason I didn't want to talk about the Bears at the start. It's just not fun to talk about. Sad things. Sad, sad things. I got to pick the Packers in this one. I have no reason to trust anything the Bears do. Who even cares if the Bears defense? If the Bears defense could shut out the Packers and the Packers would still win in overtime because the Bears offense would score zero points. Yeah. Obviously, that's a bit of a hyperbole, but you understand what I'm trying to say here. I 100% understand. Right now, I have zero faith that this offense can do anything. And it's not a one-week turnaround that you can have, even when you do have a bye week, so a two-week turnaround. Maybe if Trubisky comes in, it'll provide a spark. Um, I don't know. I just don't I like to talk about it. Give me the Packers. I think it's completely different between the the Bears and the like between the Bears with Trubisky and the Bears with Foles. I will say that the Bears could put Foles in, and he could destroy the season. Or he could be that spark. He could bring that momentum. He could he could have this. He could have that energy that the Bears need, and he could lead Wait, that. You mean Trubisky? Are you talking about Trubisky right now? I think you said Foles. Maybe I, I misheard mean, you. I think Trubisky could either flunk terribly, right? Yeah. Honestly, how much worse can it get? I think it could be worse. Really? You think, think it could be worse from no touchdowns against the Vikings? Nothing again. Just think about it. How much worse could it really get? And I, and I understand. Think about Trubisky in terms of Mitchell Trubisky. Like Mitchell Trubisky, has, has he had a game where he hasn't had a touchdown, where there haven't been an offensive touchdown? Probably. Has Mitchell Trubisky ever been in, in a Bears game where there hasn't been an offensive touchdown? The Bears' offense, I'll say this the Bears' offense has severely declined ever since Trubisky came out. Yeah. It's not like they were a top unit, but. It got worse with Foles. I don't know how much worse it could get by putting Trubisky back in. I'm not saying that Trubisky is going to be elite, but I'm saying I think Trubisky can be worse and he can lead us to go 6-10. and 10. Or I'm not going to say that Bears are going to go 10-6, and six, but he could give us a big bolst, bolst, bolster of energy, just a big a lot of energy to that team. He can start playing quality football. He can come in and say, I need to play for my job. I need to play for a contract. And yeah, not- well, there was all the talks of that last year, and that did nothing. I mean, he played all right, but he wasn't some superstar. And they always talk about him looking motivated. I'm sorry. He just always looks sad to me. That's just me. What I will say is that, honestly. I'm standing a- up. I'm getting Nancy here. Honestly, as a Bears fan, I don't want them to go 8-8. Eight eight. I want them to go 6-10 and 10 or 10-6. and six. 
Does, okay. does it you going in it? No, it does not. It just makes you talk up all the talk saying we weren't that bad last year in 2019. But no, it doesn't help you that much as a team. No, it really doesn't help you. So putting in Trubisky, I feel like Foles, you, I wouldn't say you know what you're getting, but you've seen that Foles really can't. Foles is not going to come in and have that like spark that Trubisky is going to give you. Yeah, exactly. I mean, people thought he would be a spark. He was a spark when he came in for the Eagles in 2017, but he's not been that in the Bears, obviously. I know. I don't know what it is, but I don't know why the Bears just can't have a quarterback. It's so hard for the Bears to have a an, a good quarterback on their team. I don't get what it is. Is it the management? Is it the culture? I don't know what it is. Because I the Bears, do not know. Bears have elite, uh, elite defenses forever. Bears have had elite running backs forever. They've had they've had uh, they've been elite at so many positions, so many. And even like you look at wide receiver, it's not like the Bears have never had good receivers. Well, well, yeah. they haven't. Well, like, Willie Galt. Yeah, Willie Galt was good. You look at Marshall. There are a lot of guys. Marshall. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I get the point. Moral of the story is I'm picking the Packers to lose. I'm gonna dip out of this podcast soon. No, I mean, you, Packers to lose. What am I saying? I'm picking yeah. the Packers to win. I'm picking the Bears to lose. Probably by big. I don't know. That's just a pessimist in me. Oren, what about you? I'm going to pick the Packers to win, but I think it'll be closer. The Bears' defense is going to come come up and come big. And while the Bears' offense is still going to do very little, I think the Bears' defense will be able to really slow down Rodgers, give him a problem, and I give have a problem. I think Khalil Mack's going to have a really good game. Hopefully. Yeah, he's always good against the Packers. All right. Bear down still, despite all of that. Let's get the win this Sunday, despite everything we just said. I love the Bears. We're going to the Super Bowl, of course. Go like that podcast. Go share with all your friends. Maybe we could feature you on the podcast. Just hit us up, and we'd be glad to get you on and all your friends. Let's grow this thing together. Bear down. Wear your mask. Do all that good stuff. Happy Thanksgiving. Turkey, turkey. Oren, you can talk now. Happy Thanksgiving. All, All of what Benjamin said. All of what I said, of course. Okay. Goodbye. And good night. If you enjoyed this episode of From the Den, please remember to comment or leave a review depending on your listening platform. Or if you're a Packers fan, remember to write some nasty reviews and comments. Thanks for listening and bear down. Uh.